Good people, who have traveled from villages near and far, lend me your ears. Hello? Hello? Anybody home? What's up, Miss Tasty? What's up, what's up? Hi there, nice to see you. Bumblebee tuna? Bumblebee tuna! Hello, S-Man Tooth. Hello, evening news team. You are now listening to another edition of Movie Review Crew. Welcome to the Goody Room. But their ability to open is f***ing heroic. And now, with your permission, I'm going to do my stuff. What are you going to do? I'm going to do the best I can. All right, welcome in everybody to another edition of the Movie Review Crew. I will be your host today, Shane Kronikin, and joining me is Aaron Kronikin. Hello. And Steve. I almost said uh, Steve Kronikin. <laughs> I mean, some people thought thought so back in the day. Our brother from another mother, but doesn't share the same last name, Steve Rushlaw. How's it going? Not too bad, not too bad. We have a great episode for you guys. We're going to be reviewing Kill Bill Volume 1. I hope only Volume 1. That's the only one I watched. Um, But before we get into that, we're going to touch on movies we've seen. I know you two have both seen Top Gun. I want to get your thoughts on that. However, Uh before we start... Any of that, I just kind of want to touch on uh, Ray Liotta's passing, and uh, that that news broke. Actually, I, I think Aaron was the first to see that and texted all of us about it. Uh, man, passed away at sixty-seven. That's that's way too young, and that's that one. That one hit hard to me because I was telling Heather, my wife, I was. We're now getting to the age where my wife, our, my wife, my wife, <laughs> we're we're uh, we're getting to that age now where all of the guys we grew up with uh, either are passing away or not doing so such great movies. Our careers are basically yeah. over. Or yeah. or I mean, like Bruce Willis in his case, he's got the the brain disease that, that's hurting his career, and it just kind of sucks, man. All the all the the I dudes mean, that's, growing up. Yeah. This one seemed to come out of left field. I, yeah. I didn't think I yeah. heard anything about it, uh, which, I mean, that's that's his prerogative. It's up to him to keep it to himself. Or maybe yeah, he just happened out of the blue. But like like you said, I mean, we're getting to that time where some of these guys, I remember Ray Liotta when I was a little kid, man. Yeah. yeah well, so, I mean, numerous it's not like movies. His, his career was not what it once was but mm-hmm. he was still putting out i mean he was in the the mini saints of newark which was basically like the the spinoff to the the uh got the sopranos i believe right yeah yep yep and i didn't see it i never was into the sopranos but i mean he was still making big movies but not like he was but even the thing i posted um you know on our website the social media about him passing away and, and all of that and the thing that i said is is he has made some stinkers there's no doubt about that he's made some fantastic great amazing movies but he's also made some stinkers especially as his you know later part of his career but he's one i never once saw him in a movie where he didn't just give a hundred percent and just come ready to rock and roll i mean mean, there's a lot of actors they get to that stage in their career and they just phone it in for money or or uh, you know they, they get oh, a like role who? that they know isn't great but he nailed everything every single time uh if you guys had to pick your favorite ray leota movie what would it be um i'm gonna go two my because i want to go my favorite movie and my favorite role my favorite movie and i know it's going to be cliche but it's goodfellas i love goodfellas uh, ray leota joe pesci robert de niro Scorsese directing it's a fantastic movie I love that movie my favorite role of his is Narc I don't know if either of you have seen Mm -hmm. Narc yep god I love him in that movie that movie has its flaws for sure he is not one of them he that was Mm -hmm. to me an Oscar caliber performance he was fantastic in that movie well before Uh, before you were gonna say Narc uh that was going to be my choice because i i love him in that movie uh it's kind of a lesser known movie i believe um but he's fantastic in it so if you guys haven't had a chance to see narc definitely absolutely. recommend it yeah, absolutely yeah what about i'm gonna throw this out there and i'm not even being funny operation dumbo drop yeah <laughs> when we were kids right <laughs> yeah it's i haven't seen it in probably 20 years 30 years but it's probably awful but i just 
remember loving that movie. I mean, I mean he, the, he's he's one of those guys that you can you could see it in a movie and be like, oh, that's Ray Liotta. I, I you you he's got a, a recognizable face. Yeah, uh, and and done I've, a lot of genres. I mean, he's known for Field of Dreams. That uh, he did a sports movie there. He did Goodfellas. You know, he he did. Uh, I don't know if you guys have ever seen Unlawful Entry with with him and Kurt Russell, kind of a a, a thriller type movie where he's a. Leota plays a crooked cop. It, really, really good performance from him. Of course. Um, Copland. Copland was a really underappreciated mm-hmm. movie, and he was great in that one. A lot of people were great in that one. I may have to pick that one. That was a damn good movie. Um, he played Ray Liotta in the Beam movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Smoking Aces. Smoking Aces is a... Yeah, How about the bad on. guy in Wild Hogs, a movie that I still stand by as just an <laughs> absolute knee slapper. But yeah, I, 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 uh, I, that's uh, that one hit hard because Ray Liotta is just one of those guys that ev- anything he was in, I was interested in. Whether whatever the quality of the movie, I knew he was going to show up and, and do his thing. And that one's that one sucks. Sixty-seven years old, we'll we'll miss him. Um. But I, I just wanted to touch on that and kind of give a RIP to our boy Ray Liotta. But uh, moving on, you two have seen the big, the yes, big release sir. this weekend. Uh, well, last weekend as we we're recording this. Um, Top Gun Maverick. So uh, give, give us your review. Spoiler free. We're, we're not going to get into spoilers. Give uh, people yeah. time to see yep, it. But yep, yep, spoiler yep. free. What are your thoughts? Here's the thing. I am 100% biased, and you shouldn't trust my opinion on this movie at all. That's what I'll lead with. I love Tom Cruise. I always have. I just think there's something about it. The dude makes good movies. I don't care what you think about him personally. And man, call it nostalgia. Call it whatever you want. This movie, I, I, oh God, it's so good. I mean, it hits hard it makes you it brings things from the first one but adds to them i mean we never got much closure from the first one because it was just kind of a a goofy macho action movie and this one brings so much to it and it's it, it does get goofy in some points there's some points where and like the overall mission is kind of uh not exactly original i won't spoil anything but I mean, it's so much fun, and, and the way they shot it is incredible. It, it's just, it, it's it immediately is in contention for a number one or two spot in my top five movies. I mean, I know it's only we're only through May, but it's it's very very good, and it's an absolute blast. I, I agree with pretty much everything Aaron said. Um, I've, I've kind of said this in the past and it's with, with Tom Cruise literally take away all his Scientology crap, whatever he does is in his personal life. The man can act. Everything he does with his stunts makes his movies better. The fact mm-hmm. that he, the fact that he can fly a helicopter, fly a plane, do bike stunts. It makes it so the camera work is so much better yeah. where they can actually zoom in on his face. Um, on this movie um there's some scenes like aaron said it goes back pull some stuff from the first one there's some scenes with uh miles teller mm-hmm. um that i'm i was sitting there watching it and i i literally thought it was goose sitting there are are we uh-huh. ready to just say that well let me miles say Teller's good ready. Miles Teller's good. I'm so, wrong. I was so, wrong about Miles Teller. Yep. 100%. I, I, was, did all three of us used to call him Miles, Miles Stupid Face Stupid Teller? Face Teller because he was just <laughs> untalented and annoying. I hated I, him. I mean, I loved him in this. In this. He was yeah. just has no choice, man. I mean, I'm. he's just giving us no choice. I, I, I have to say he's great. He's great. Miles Teller, we're sorry. You're great. There it is. Uh, so, let so me, I... I, I love one couple more things. Yeah. I loved the first Top Gun. Um, I have to say that for me, this movie was better than the first one. Oh, with, yeah. Yeah. Without a doubt. It, I, I mean, it's so good. 
It has it has the macho guy movie, but it's it that felt so much more. And um, Aaron said one or two. Um, I love the Batman, but I think this is my favorite movie of the year so far. Oh, this is much more fun. Yeah, it, I'm I mean, excited. I'm I'm, uh, I'm probably it, it's that fantastic. Tomorrow. Definitely go see it. It's it's a blast. It's enjoyable. Uh, and one last thing, Jennifer Connelly's hot as hell. Mm. Oh yeah, <laughs> yep, yep. Always has and been. So that we're not just uh, like nasty men pigs. She's very talented too. Yes, guys. She oh, she's great. She she's been in. She's been she great good in, in the movie. everything I've ever seen her in. She is fantastic. Um, you guys are not in the minor uh, in the minority. Listen to these scores. Uh, Rotten yeah. Tomatoes, ninety-seven percent from critics, giving it an eight point two out of ten. And a 99% from the audience giving it a 9.8 out of 10. That's crazy. Yep. That's insane. It's it's one of those movies. I mean, I, uh, still spoiler free. It, it's fun. It's funny. It's sad. And there's real weight to what's it's, happening. It's, it feels it's what like true blockbusters are... used to be yes. and, and should be. And beyond. I mean, like I said, there it feels like there's, there's real consequences to what could or might happen. And it's, it's a freaking blast. There are points where it kind of jumps the rail. It's not a perfect movie, but it's a perfect summer blockbuster. Yeah. I I'm excited to see that one. I'm, I'm glad Um, it, it was worth the wait and worth the hype. And, and the way they treated Val Kilmer and the Iceman character due to Val Kilmer circumstances did not feel forced. I mean, that's they... gonna probably make me cry. There's another one I didn't even bring up when we were talking about Leota, the dudes from our childhood, a uh, Val Kilmer man. When mm-hmm. oh my god, losing his his him losing his ability uh, to act like he used to. I god. I cried at least three times. In that movie. <laughs> I was it's... sitting by myself and I was like, yep. I texted Carrie and I was like, I'm a grown ass man crying in a theater. <laughs> it's, a- it's absolutely <laughs> yeah. manipulative, but it works. I already know um, that Val Kilmer is gonna hit me. Yeah, it was it's rough. Um, but I did want to talk about another movie that I saw. Yeah. Um uh it is available on Paramount if you have Paramount Plus right now. Uh it is Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Uh, I watched that too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um while it isn't as good as the the first one, because the first one was really good. Uh the second one, it it's still good. Um and it just seemed like Jim Carrey was trying to uh just go way over the top what he did in the first one yeah um, yeah jim carrey was having fun yeah it, it it's enjoyable not as good as the first one uh um, it's still the best very jim good carrey roles yeah. when you see when he yeah. when you can tell he's genuinely having a blast that that's oh, what jim carrey's at his best and it doesn't feel out of place either and and then he and uh idris elba is the voice of knuckles which is fantastic oh yeah i, I mean for a kid's movie it, they are very good movies and my son who is i mean he'll be four very soon here he loved it he wanted to play sonic afterward just i mean if i can enjoy the movie and my son loves it it's a that's a win it's it's a very good movie yeah that's uh i have still not seen the first one so maybe i'll just have a marathon and watch both of those anything else that you've seen uh that's it for me yep that was that those were the two i saw too uh i only watched one thing you know well i had two things i guess the first i'll I'll talk about it it's not a movie but the first two episodes of uh obi-wan kenobi were released and man i i hated them (laughs) there's no sugarcoating it i i Seeing Ewan McGregor back, amazing. It, he he is great in this. He was great in the prequels. He's fantastic. He deserves better. He deserves better material. Seeing no, him, my- uh, what's his what's his name that plays uh, Uncle Owen? Why can't I think of his name? Uh, at, at, uh, Joel Egerton is that his name? Why why does that not sound? Yes. Right? Um, yep. Great. He he's only been in it for like two minutes so far. But great. Did they I mean, did they digitally de-age him? I'm telling no. you in that trailer, he looked really goofy. No, they didn't. Okay. 
there's no, there's no. a flashback scene where they show a young version of him from the prequels, but it's not him de-aged. Maybe that's what I saw in the theater, and they just found a guy that kind of looked like him. That <laughs> no, because no. they they just take the cuts from the oh the prequels. Okay. All right. Yeah. Now, the, was it more more of a you wanted this in, no. in the past, or no. was it actually that bad? It no, it's bad. It's it's the writing is poor. The acting besides those two is not not besides those two. There's a couple that aren't bad, but a lot of the acting is horrendous. A lot of the decisions with the story are laughable. The both episodes were directed by the same person, and I don't want to throw them under the bus, but it was just bad. It was it was atrocious. There's there's a I'm not being funny. This it's the worst scene I've ever seen in any Star Wars material. There, there's a chase scene. There's a 10-year-old, no, seven-year-old little girl. It doesn't matter. A little girl being chased by these bad guy mercenaries in the woods. And it feels, it's just childish. It's amateur. They can't catch this little girl and they're like running into trees and stuff. It, it I cannot explain it in words how horrendous it is. It made me want to laugh. It made me want to cry because it was so bad. It made me want to throw up because it was so bad. It's bad. It's just plain bad. Except for Ewan McGregor, but yeah, I, I it's rough. The production feels hey, cheap. Um, the the costume design feels cheap. The music does not feel like Star Wars. I could go on and on. The, as a whole, I hated it. I hated it. Except for I don't want to. I don't want to scare you a bit, but she is listed as the director. As the director of all for of them. all episodes. Yeah, she's she's directed, <laughs> and, and I thought going in, that's a good thing. We we get. We get yep, one person's vision. Yeah. You get continuity of, of the aesthetic of the feel. It's not a good thing. It's she's it's bad. Mm. It's bad. The action is filmed horrendously. The stunts look hilarious. It, it's bad. It's bad across the board, except for Obi Wan. It's interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm going to wait till it's all available well, and well, binge it. But I'm curious if you've seen the episodes that she did on the Mandalorian. I'm sure I have. Says- I. I've seen all those episodes. I don't remember specifically which ones they are, though. To to comment, if, if you could find those and figure it out, yeah, I mean, I don't. Were those two episodes terrible? And it's just her, her vision. Yeah, I don't know. know. I don't know. It's nothing. I can't. Other than Ewan McGregor and Joel Egerton, I cannot say anything good about it. Everything else is horrendous, hmm. and that's too bad. I was looking forward to that one. Uh, the other one I I watched was a little indie action thriller called Black Sight with uh the cast looked good and it looked like an interesting thriller had jason clark as the villain michelle monahan as the the main good girl good person protagonist and then jai courtney who i'm not a big fan of but he's at least a recognizable name but uh that it was fine it was a little generic but it was fine i i I did actually write about that so if you want to read my full review uh, that's available on on the addicted to action page on our website. But it was it was fine. It, I didn't I didn't hate watching it. I didn't feel like I wasted my time or my money renting it. But it wasn't much more than fine, unfortunately. So that's all I watched. Not I wish I would have watched Top Gun. It sounds like I missed out on that one, and I watched disappointing things instead. <laughs> well, uh, just go to, go tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Are we uh, anything anybody else wants to touch on before we get into Kill Bill? Then, nope, let's do it. All right, well, then, in that case, we are reviewing Kill Bill Volume One, and that came out in 2003. It's rated R, one hour, 51 minutes, uh, written and directed by Quentin Tarantino, obviously. Rotten Tomatoes has it as an 85% from the critics, giving it a 7.7 out of 10, and 81% from the audience, giving it a 6.8 out of 10. So pretty good scores on on both both sides from Rotten Tomatoes. And IMDb has it as an 8.2, so pretty good there as well. Uh, Classified as an action crime drama film, and IMDb has a synopsis as... After awakening from a four-year coma, a former assassin wreaks vengeance on the team of assassins who betrayed her. 
uh, starring a pretty damn good cast. Uh, well, well-known cast, I guess. Good is, we'll talk about that. Uma Thurman uh, in a starring role as the bride. Lucy Liu as Oren Ishii. Vivica Fox as Vernita Green. Daryl Hannah. David Carradine. Michael Madsen. Uh, Julie Dreyfus. Michael Parks. Is there, I mean, I don't know that there's anybody else recognizable. Yeah. Um, um, if you've seen a lot of the happy gilmore or billy madison movies you'll recognize uh jonathan lofren the trucker who oh yes yes yeah 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 he's uh yeah definitely you would recognize him from basically any happy madison production yeah um but yeah damn good is, is he the uh home is where you make it guy from Waterboy? no he's the linebacker from Waterboy. Mm. The guy he usually has guy. weird eyes. In oh, the, the guy that paid money to when she was in the car. Yeah, now I know what yeah. you're talking about. Okay, yep, 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 yep. Okay. So, um, I, I guess let's let's get into it. Steve, you picked this. Uh, why and what were your initial thoughts? Ha- and have you seen this before? Uh, I have not. This is the first time I've seen this. Um, it, was ne- it was never really something I wanted to watch. Uh, but the guy I've been working with a lot lately, he's a big fan of Quentin Tarantino. He's like, he's like, he doesn't miss and this and that. But then I was like, well, have you seen the hateful eight? And he's like, okay, maybe he's missed once. Um, so he, he was telling me that kill bill one was good. Um, so that's why I picked it. Okay. Um, but, but for me, I'd say I, I didn't really care for it. It's okay. The acting's good. Um, but it definitely has the Quentin Tarantino kind of yeah. touch touch on it. And I'm no not sure if I doubt about it. I'm not sure I really care for what Tarantino does. I, I loved Pulp Fiction, but after that, I think it's kind of hit or miss. Um I I need to go back in the cast. I, I should have mentioned that I, I totally forgot he was in it and one of my best my favorite parts of it. Sonny Chiba is the the uh sword maker i, I want to get oh his... he's he's fantastic in that he uh here he is hattori hanzo the sword maker in this uh sonny chiba's legendary in martial arts movies and, and uh loved seeing him in this uh but my i had seen this before i didn't like it much then i i probably saw it when it first came out to dvd however many years ago um Quentin Tarantino's not my style. I, I, I mirror what you said. It, it's the movie itself is fine. The actors, for the most part, do fine. I am not a big fan of Quentin Tarantino, and it, and it's his style. And and I, my thoughts on Tarantino are summed up. There's there's this rotten review of this movie specifically, but it's from Joshua Tanzer um, to give him credit, but. His summary uh, uh, is this, quote, Quentin Tarantino makes terrible movies really, really well, end quote. And that's my thoughts on him. He's, he's talented. I, don't, I do not want to take away from that. He is talented. I just don't like his movies. And, and I'll get deeper into why and give more specifics as we review this. But I didn't like this one. There's aspects of it I did enjoy but I just don't like the feel, the tone, the language, the, the aesthetic, anything really, the style of a Quentin Tarantino movie. And, and I didn't like this one. Aaron? Yeah, uh, I had seen it long ago. I mean, probably, you know, early 2000s, not right when it came out, but and I didn't like it. I was hoping that, you know, maybe it aged well and I would like it this time. But I... and I feel bad saying this. I feel like the last few episodes, I've just been so negative on these movies, but I'm going to have a hard time in the time allotted to express just how much I hate this movie. I hate it. No, I I know. Uh, Yeah. I don't, I I wouldn't say I hated it, but I do. I do. And, and I get it fine. Like Tarantino, like his style. I don't, I do not understand the pedestal that people put Quentin Tarantino on. Yes, I he either. knows his stuff. Yes, he, he's an encyclopedia of historical movie-making knowledge. 
but that doesn't translate to a good movie. I, I truly, truly hate this movie. I, and it's just the storytelling to me is, is it misguided the the fact that we jump from one to the another like the why why is it non-linear i don't get that choice uh the the stylized fight scenes to me seem cartoonish i know it's a throwback to to you know these old kung fu style 70s black black exploitation type and and i've said this in malignant in movies like this uh, making a movie bad on purpose as homage does not make it suddenly good and and the you know the blood spurts and the 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 cuts and and editing choices uh just all of it mostly i mean i just don't like it there's i mean so one of the very first scenes is her fighting with vivica fox and i was like man i hope this camera gets better because i mean they're literally zoomed in yeah yeah so let's put that on like Let's put that on pause. I'm sorry to interrupt. Um, we'll talk about the, the fight scenes as a whole in the camera work, but be, let, let's talk about the story first. And I'm going to give a, a little that IMD synopsis didn't do it a whole lot of justice. So, so basically um, Uma Thurman's character only, only credited as the bride. And that's another, I know it's a stupid, stupid quip of mine to hate. She says her name. She's referred to as her real name in the movie. And they do this, like, not they, Quentin Tarantino does this, mm-hmm. like, silly ass, like a radio edit sound over it so that we don't know her real name. Yeah. Why? What the, what purpose is that? But That's then later in the movie, hell. they you say her on the, name. You see it on the plane ticket as well. I, I Unless just, those are fake names. Who knows? That's true. <laughs> yeah, I just don't get it. I, I don't understand. Anyway, so she's credited as the bride in, in, in any at any rate um she was part of this group of assassins uh led by bill played by david carradine and for some reason we don't know yet we we will get into it i'm sure in the cuba volume two or tarantino does i'm not watching it um for some reason she leaves that group she gets married she's pregnant at the wedding that group shows up and assassinates her uh, her husband, her family, everybody in the church. The baby dies. They think they kill her. She goes into a coma. She wakes up four years later and basically has a hit list and wants to check them off one by one. And that's that's the extent of the story. That's the depth of the story. It doesn't get any deeper than that. It doesn't have to be. I, I, I'm the guy that likes stupid action movies. I, I understand we don't need more than that. Um, but what do you think of that story? Is that enough? Is it, did you want more? Is, was it the structure of the storytelling? Was it the story itself? What didn't you enjoy? The, the story's fine, but I think I'm with Aaron that it, why is it not linear? I mean, they have the first fight scene and she looks at her list It's and one of them's already crossed off. And yes. They backtrack all the way. Like, why isn't like, is it? Is that part of his style? It is. It is. It's because it's the old uh, Christopher Nolan thing where your story is so simple. Had you done it linearly, it, it it's just a simple action revenge movie. This adds artistic flair. Like it's just nonsense. Well, and I think part of it too might have been a pacing deal where that fight, the. So the, the, the first fight that we see in the movie is the second fight that happened. And that's between her and Vivica mm-hmm. Fox's character. Yep. And that fight is relatively uh, more subdued. It, it's yeah. simpler. It's quicker. So that's a good introductory fight. And then we go into the first fight, which has the entire fight against the, I think they're called the Crazy 88s. Is that right? Um, yep. And then eventually leading up to the fight with... Uh, yeah, but here's the thing. Oh, Ren Ishii. If you want that fight, to, and in this, actually, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know at what point in the filmmaking process they decided this was supposed to have been one long movie, and they had to make the decision to come right to kill Bill as if a you, whole. Yes, if you yes, volume one of. But if you want your volume one to end with that fight, is there really? any reason why it couldn't have been the second fight like from a story standpoint why did that have to be the first yeah no you're right she she, uh 
Vernita Green, Vivica Fox's character, could have been the first fight, and then she makes her way and to then we get the backstory. Yeah, we get the backstory of uh, Lucy Liu's character, and then we get the fight, and that's volume one. I I truly don't, and then maybe there's a reason. Maybe I was just so already frustrated at that point that I didn't want to think beyond the fact that it wasn't necessary. But uh, the story it's really not there um it, it's really just a vehicle for quentin tarantino to be stylish and show these fight scenes and and a throwback to these kind of kung fu movies yeah um which like i said it's fine i have no problem with that the story itself but let's let's talk about instead of the story as a whole let's talk about specific scenes or because there were a lot of there were a lot of uh i don't know sidebars whatever you want to call it tangents that this movie goes on to where where like you said we we start this over in ishii segment of the story but we have to stop hit pause on that go back to when she was a kid give a little backstory how she became what she was and then we get back to where we were so there's a lot of well, uh well it, it, in between that you get the the anime backstory yeah. so, of like oh hey let me just get super stylish and do this in it like anime like so that's my question. What the the what scenes, what specific scenes within that story? Because like we said, the story's pretty simple. What scenes within that did you either A enjoy or uh B hate more than the others if if that uh if that's the case? And and uh let's start with Aaron. Uh, this is just the way I feel, and I will, I'm not saying anybody thinks otherwise is wrong. All of it's bad. I mean, I just don't like Tarantino's style. And it's like scene after scene, the, the initial fight with Vivica A. Fox, it, it's really slow. And it looks like two people that don't know what they're doing, trying to do it. It, I, I, I can't say anything good about this. The, the whole sidebar with the, the, the guy with the pussy wagon truck it yeah, is that's so truly stupid. stupid. And all of um, that, all of that, every time something like that happened, it was like, yeah, this is, that's Tarantino. That's, that's uh, what he does. Do you, know Taran- do you know Tarantino actually drives that around? That's his personal vehicle. Oh God, that makes me hate him even more. I, yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, boy. <laughs> Uh, uh, Steve, what about you? Any scene that? Okay, so so let's start. <laughs> I, I, like I enjoyed this for for good things. So, what did you like? What scene did you like, if any? I I enjoyed the scene where she meets the uh, the sword maker. Yes, uh, but mostly Hanzo. because Hattori Hanzo, I think it was. Yes, Hanzo is is great. His character is. He's like, oh, yeah, I love that. Yeah, scene but why? Well. Why was? She... I still didn't understand the choices for that scene. Like she shows up, she pre- pretends to be a tourist, and then she's like, "Oh, I don't speak Japanese." And then she's like fully fluent in uh, Japanese in ten seconds. And then she, like, I just don't understand the process of that scene. Yeah, why it couldn't have just been like, "Hey, remember me? I'm her. You want to make me a sword?" Yep. Yeah. Yeah. The like, end. Like I, I don't know if it's necessarily I, I like the scene more as I, I liked. Uh, Hanzu, the sword maker. I, I agree. Mm-hmm. I 100 percent agree. I, I'm with Aaron. I don't understand why that scene had to but, be so long and and drug out like that. But I did love him in that movie. But but some of the scenes are so silly and it's just ridiculous. Like it, not even just the style of. I'm talking just scenes. Just why when when Daryl Hannah's character, I think her name is L. Yes. Yeah. L. Driver. She shows up. Shows up to kill the bride while she's in the bed in a coma and then bill decides to oh she she deserves better than that like why why because your inept assassins couldn't kill her and she survived like you know at her wedding she wasn't she didn't deserve better than that but now to continue the story we can't just kill her well and even the little touch i don't know if you noticed the the coat that l driver was wearing and I know I'm picking on details, but these are the little things that are like Tarantino does that and it bugs me. And But the coat she was wearing, the details on it, the lining, I might have been wrong. Was that drawn onto just a white coat? It looked like it was yes, drawn onto it a white yep. coat, like with a Sharpie. Like, why? Yep. What? 
what are you doing, Tarantino? What's the point of cool. that? Uh, Tarantino or, is so obsessed Or maybe that's with, a throwback yeah. to an old, an obscure movie I've never seen that I don't get, and and it's just a pointless reference. I, I have almost, no idea. Yeah, I I would almost guarantee that that it's you know some thing that nobody ever ha- will remember or has ever seen except Quentin Tarantino. But I trying see to show it, us I how smart he is. That's stupid. That what what the yeah. hell is that? Same thing with yeah. the. Just, I mean, there's so. Yeah, I let's let's talk about unless somebody has something else they want to talk about with specific scenes. I, I want to talk about there's the, the one thing that bugs me the most about Tarantino, and that's his dialogue. The yeah, he writes his own scripts, and I have not liked the dialogue. It it I shouldn't say I have never. I think it worked best in Pulp Fiction. I still had my issues with it, but I think it worked best. Other than that, I, it, it when I watch a Tarantino movie, it feels like I'm watching people fully aware that they're making a movie. It doesn't ever feel like like a story, like I'm in, like I'm yep. engaged in a story. It feels like movie making, and it takes me out of the story. So, go ahead. No, I, I, the, just in, in it's immediate. The the scene with Vivica A. Fox and. Uma Thurman. I mean, it's laughably bad. Yep. The dialogue between the two, how they're trying to, and and they're all trying to be so cool. Yeah, and that's it's it. Like, I, that's yeah. exactly it. There's two movies for for me from him that I don't feel uh, kind of fall into that. With it feels like a movie, and that's Pulp Fiction. But then it could, that could also be because of Samuel Jackson and Travolta delivering those lines yeah, if yep. you can if you have people capable way. of delivering it it kind of it makes it less terrible but still noticeable i guess and, and then number two for me is once upon a time in hollywood yeah yep. and that's because of brad pitt and leo dicaprio well and I, I i said when i saw that that that's the least tarantino yes, movie that tarantino yes. has made except for the ending <laughs> but uh it, it yeah this movie i i there are a lot of things the the dialogue is actually the lowest on the list of things that bug me about this. even See, even was, how horrendous it was it was, it was, it was high because i i is the 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 shower of blood is that just his that's his thing his and thing. it's always a it's always and a it's splatter of blood across like, something okay, white. Like, like oh yeah. hey, let me cut my finger, and then like, <laughs> like this yeah. whole shower, like, and then like and I didn't mind that. It's a it's a style of violence that that's that was the one thing that's like yeah, that's stupid, it's silly, but whatever. I mean, I don't know. It makes it cartoony. It's kind of funny, I guess. I don't know. But can, can I tell it. you my least favorite scene? It is when. Oren Ishii's Ishii goons come flying out, and there's like 300 of them. And yeah. they all come one at a time. And she just starts <laughs> like cutting their legs off, and it was just like, well, and and like, so that's like the scene when people talk about this movie, and and it's and, so bad. Yeah, I, so I wrote that down specifically. It, it's it's you mentioned earlier about the fight scenes and how there's too many close-ups and it's just kind of swinging arms in front of the face. And there were a lot of instances of that and it was over edited. Uh, and there were silly things like when she kind of gets on the ground and just does like her break dance yeah. moves where she's just spinning her sword in a circle, chopping off legs. I, but I think all of that is because there's no way to choreograph that scene to make it seem real because every time you see anybody in the background, they're, they're just waving their sword around yes, like an idiot. They're just yeah. literally waving their sword to create yeah. motion that 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 uh-huh. would make the scene seem and look more chaotic. It was silly as hell. What that, are they that's, doing? It, it kept there? doing it, and I, you know, it, every scene when it's a, you know, even when we watched the the first Ip Man, he has a fight against. Uh, bunch of people and yeah they all come one at a time or whatever because it's hard to do otherwise but the great but... filmmakers and choreographers make that happen in a way that mitigates how noticeable that is it makes it seem yep. fluid and this just seemed 
stupid. It seemed silly. It's it seemed like people sitting there waving a sword in the air for the sake yes. of, of movie making. I I it didn't feel smooth. It didn't feel natural. It didn't feel real. It didn't feel exciting. I hated that scene, and that's the scene people say that's the best scene in Kill Bill. I don't. I hated it. I absolutely no, the best hated scene. It. The best scene to me by far, because I didn't like most of. I didn't like any of the rest of it. Was the ending scene, which yes, mostly silenced the slow falling snow. It was lit well enough. It was still edited in a way that was very Tarantino-y, but it was good enough. It and yes, the dialogue wasn't cartoony. Great. Yeah, uh, Lucy Liu. I, I will give that Lucy Liu in this movie. I thought was fantastic. I thought she was great. Yeah. Some of the dialogue was whatever, but I thought she pulled off the role well. Uh, the 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 initial scene when she chops her one of her guys her council members heads off and then she goes on her little rant and uh, she has to throw out the f bomb and act tough because it's a Tarantino movie. Yes, I just but that's on I don't, Tarantino, not on her. I thought. Uh, she well, sure, lying. sure. I the thing is though, I don't buy Uma Thurman spewing lines like she's some tough guy in a spaghetti western. Does yeah. not work. I, it just doesn't. It's no, Uma I, Thurman. I wrote down some lines because the you said that was the least of your worries. I, that, every I'm line, starting I'm like, to oh, think God, that maybe is, it wasn't. Because... I can't, I can't do this movie. I can't. Every time somebody, first of all, the thing I wrote down is, why the hell? Why do we have like 15 people narrating this movie? Every scene has a different yep. narrator. What, what is that about? Who's telling the story? I don't. I didn't get that part. I don't know if it's answered in part two. I'll never know because I'm not watching it. But. The sheriff, and, and oh, God, I, I'm going to say harsh language here, but it's a quote <laughs> from the movie. When she finds out, she when he finds out that the bride uh, Uma Thurman's character is alive because she like coughs blood in his face, uh huh. And he nonchalantly says, "Son number one," which is stupid as hell. That's a Tarantino thing right there. Son number one, this tall drink of cocksuckers alive. What the yeah. hell does that? What is that? A tall drink of cocksucker Tarantino? You are trash. I would yep. I would almost rather watch a Rob Zombie movie. At least he knows it's <laughs> trash. God damn. It, uh, and then she's trying to get her toes moving. So she wiggles yep. her big toe and she says, hard The hard part's, part's over. over. Now let's get these <laughs> other piggies wiggling. No one talks like that, Tarantino. <sighs> no one. But then for no reason, no context, no explanation, the line silly rabbit tricks are for kids is in this movie. Uh-huh. Why? Yep. What the hell does that mean? Not only is it said, it's shared between it's a split dialogue between Lucy yes. Liu's character and, and Uma Thurman. And then the other one, it it should have been like, like when she said silly rabbit, and then the other character would just say, Shut up, shut the what, what the hell is that? I'm not mean? finishing your idiotic <laughs> <laughs> right? And then in one of the voiceovers, she's like, "You see this French lady that's dressed like a Star Trek villain or something stupid like that." It's like, why? That's that's just Tarantino oh, yeah. talking. That's not oh, uh, no, also, character talking. Also, during that line, she said, "See this lady sitting to Oren's right," and she's very clearly on her left. Yeah, like, but she's on our right as the audience. She's on the yeah. screens, right? That, that yeah. does, that's still wrong. Yeah, every and, and that's my problem. I bring that up to say my problem with Tarantino's writing is that every character is Tarantino. These are not yep. separate characters. These are Tarantino as every character. This is Tarantino playing the bride, Tarantino playing Oren Ishii. It's all him. It's him. It's them saying stupid shit that's going on in his brain that doesn't have any point being in this movie. It doesn't have any purpose for those words to be uttered. And it drives me nuts. I cannot stand it. Yeah, I I totally agree with you. His writing is some of the stuff that comes out of the actor's mouths in literally every movie. It, it's nonsense. It it comes out of left field, and you have no clue. You're left thinking. And it became even worse. The worst case, the worst dialogue, and it was unfortunate because it was some great actors. Was in the hateful eight. <laughs> I don't even want to get started. We're not talking about that. That's a, that's a bad movie. But just I, I say all this to say Quentin Tarantino is one of my least favorite director and he is my least favorite writer. I hate his writing style. I hate um, it. 
I just want to uh, apologize to you guys for picking <laughs> this you know, movie. I, I, and I, as soon as you did, I wanted to, I, I figured you hadn't seen it, so I kept my mouth shut, but I wanted to tell you how much I tried to steer you to pick Sonic 2 over this. <laughs> and I wish I would have, because I, uh, I, I watched both of them, but like watching this movie, man, I it there's like I said, I, there's two movies of his that I enjoy or somewhat can can stomach through, but this this is on another level. Whether yeah. it's, it's the dialogue, the writing, well, the, let's, cam- let's... the the camera where it's yes, it's, let's talk it's, about that. So you get this fight scene between Vivica A. Fox and Uma Thurman in the very yeah. first scene of the movie, and it's it's I don't know if it's the very first one, but the first fight scene, and that they're literally like zoomed in on their hands. Or their shoulders or their heads. It's it's you don't even get half a body. Their heads are cut off. They're this. Like I would rather rather watch a born identity movie. I like the movies, <laughs> but I would rather watch their film work than watch this film work. Because this know, is I don't bad. know about that. Yeah, that might be a little too far for me, but I, I hear what you're saying. They're and shaky. I, I don't disagree. The cam work was not but great. I could actually see full bodies with their shaking yeah. cam. And, I couldn't and, see anything in this. And to that point, I, I do want to say there were pieces, yeah. especially in the Crazy 88 fight or or the fight with, I forget what the, the girl was with the uh, go-go, whatever the hell her name or was. she's that. swinging the, the ball. Yeah. Um, there were bits where he would do these these cuts or these scenes where, where they would get punched and they'd go flying and the camera's like, they're still while the camera's moving with them as they fly and it looks silly but it's an homage to old school movies and i i like those i like those i like some of the style cuts and and edits used in the fights but eh, when you care less when you're the majority of the fight scene looks like somebody that doesn't know how to film an action movie that, filming okay, an action movie yes. that's what bugs me not only that it's 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 people that look completely unnatural in that Uma Thurman at no point did I buy into the fact that she could do any of what she's doing she looks so unnatural fighting she looks unnatural with the sword which was a huge part of this movie it just none of it looked it looked like an actress doing stunts in a Tarantino movie none of it looked natural and I hated all of it you know who should have got uh He's worked with Zoe Bell before, who's a stunt woman. He he worked with her in uh, specifically um, the Grindhouse Death Proof, mm-hmm. um, and she's a stunt woman, and and she was the one hanging off of all the cars and actually yeah. doing her own stunt. Get her, I mean, get a stunt woman and make a movie around her. Get, I mean, she there wasn't a whole ton of dialogue. The dialogue is trash, anyways. Who cares if she can't say it well? <laughs> if you give your movie centered around sword fighting in action, get somebody comfortable doing sword fighting in action, and then oh, teach them your crappy God. dialogue. I just looked up Zoe Bell. Is she is she the trucker woman from Malignant that gets yep. beat up? Oh my sure is. God! Sure no, is. don't get her <laughs> ever for anything. She doesn't look like that in real life. <laughs> she doesn't look like large Marge in real life. <laughs> oh my God! Uh. How many movies does Tarantino have left? Uh, he know, said he's ten, right? He said he's stopping at ten. Yeah. So, and, and I guess he's got one more, right? Well, Kill Bill Volume Three has apparently been announced, according to IMDb. So, obviously, he's doing more than ten. So, because I'm just kind of like, yeah, get your ten and move along. I'm, yeah. I'm, <laughs> right? I'm, I'm kind of I mean, like I, yeah. I, I don't even understand the love for him. Like I, I could sit here and be like. I understand that some people like this type of movie, but it to me it's just complete crap. I mean, well, and like I said, yes, he he is an encyclopedia of film knowledge, but it just doesn't translate into anything I want to watch most of the time. And yeah. and uh, I I just there there's very little in this movie that I like, and I when I saw this initially, I I liked it so little that i had no desire to ever see volume two and i still haven't and i won't i i just really really do not like this movie and it's fine if you say it's fun whatever 
if you're into that type of thing, fine, whatever. It's just not my thing. And, and it's so very far from what I like that I cannot enjoy the movie. Like, like I understand doing movies or reviews of bad movies and this and that, because that's that's what the point of this podcast is, is to open your eyes to different things. Um, yeah, and you hadn't seen it, so I'm, now you have. And Yes, um, but this is one that like I kind of want to sit there and be like, I wish I wouldn't. Well, it is just little things like when when she's slamming that dude's head in the door like where's bill like okay so are we supposed to be led to believe he would have any knowledge of bill or where he yeah. is or like what, what are you thinking it, just to show that like oh she's a straight up killer like she killed yeah. this trucker i understand it but like tarantino's just not for me no. um it's it, and that's what it boils down to. It's a matter of taste, and it, it, yeah. he's he's very stylized. It's very uh, given this. He has an identity when he makes his movies. Uh, he he knows what he wants. He knows what he. I and, I, and I, I don't want to say a, this because I don't agree with it, but he knows what he's good at, and he does that. And, and anytime you watch a Tarantino movie, it's immediately recognizable as a Tarantino movie, yeah. and that is a. That's a, that's a compliment. If somebody can tell that it's your work, that means it's a personal stamp that you're putting on your work. I and, just personally don't like it. And I'll give it to him. He's created a huge following for himself. Yeah. People love his movies. It's just um, not for me. Good for him. The guy's made millions and millions of dollars, but and, won't, and, I, I won't be picking another one of his movies. No, the, well, there are movies. I like Reservoir Dogs. I like Pulp Fiction. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was good enough, but the rest, for me, it's like I either enjoy it or I just absolutely hate his movies because Hateful Eight is truly terrible, in my opinion. Yeah, Django oh. Unchained was was uh, a few good performances in a movie I hated. Yep. Uh, and Glorious Bastards, I I didn't like it all. I mean, there's none of these, none of these are are movies I would recommend. And even in the ones that I like, they're still the Tarantino isms that bug me. There's still scenes and dialogue. It's like that, that is, I don't like that. Why? <laughs> Nobody would say that. That's, that's oh, to here, me, the problem that's, is that's what I was going to say. Feel real. That's yeah. what I was going to say in every movie that you just mentioned, there's scenes in there that are enjoyable, but then there's these scenes where it just, it pops out and it's like, Oh, there's Tarantino had to add that little thing. Into or they're it. pointless. I mean, as, as yeah. funny as it's, it, in Reservoir Dogs, for instance, uh, you know, people talk about the, the scene where they talk about tipping and it's fine. And, and or in Pulp Fiction, they go on a, a, a tangent about uh, a lot of things. But like you said, it's delivered by two great actors that are able to do it. And that makes it bearable. But when you stop and think about it, is you've just made me watch 20 minutes of Hitman talking about cheeseburgers and what they're called in, <laughs> in France or wherever the hell I or in Reservoir Dogs, they sit at the table and talk about whether you should or should not tip the waitress for 15 minutes. And it's like, what this, I, why, what is your purpose? Why are you doing this to me? Because you have a 30 minute long movie that you're throwing dumbass scenes in to make it two hours long. Is that why I don't, I just don't personally get it. I think most of that scene are, are supposed to show the, the interaction between characters, like show Jules and um, yeah. Yeah, they're they're like Vincent, brotherhood. Yeah. yeah, they're brotherhood. Show the the reservoir dogs the, the how each person handles. You know what they think about tipping. It gives insight into who they are. Some but character development. But I suppose me, so, it, it but just, it doesn't turn into character development. No. Yeah, it just feels like Tarantino writing. I I I, I feel like I feel like I don't know what else to say because I there's there's nothing. I I, I do want to end. I'll end with a positive. Okay. Uh, Tarantino himself did not make an appearance. Yeah, hey, that's true. <laughs> that is always true. true. <laughs> because, because he's always in his movies, and it's usually the worst part. Because yeah, that's, like, you the, know, that's the odd part, is I say that every character in his movies are Tarantino, uh, but then he's in his movies, and even he can't say his dialogue believably. I don't, <laughs> I don't get it. He's just not good. I, I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say that. I should say, in my opinion, yeah, he's not good because I, I don't want to say he's not good. He's he like like you've said he's he 
technically speaking, he's a good filmmaker in a lot of ways. I, I don't feel that his action scenes are good, but technically speaking, he's a good filmmaker. He's had a lot of success. So I, I will say in my opinion, I don't feel like he's good. Well, and, and we, and we should, we should also point out that even though the three of us sounds like agree, we are the minority. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. And, and, and that's why I say it's my opinion because I'm, if you like his movies, I am, I am absolutely not saying you're wrong. I just don't agree with you and I, I don't understand it. And, and if somebody's listening and they love this movie specifically or Quentin Tarantino, I, I'm not saying this as a challenge to you. So don't take it that way. I, I'm legitimately saying uh, to send us a message on our website. It's right there on our website. You can submit uh, a, a request or, or just a statement. Let me know why. And I, I'm, again, I'm not, I'm not challenging you. Like, tell me why. I'm legitimately curious. I, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get the love mm-hmm. for him. So tell me what, what am I missing? What, what is, what am I wrong about? I guess. Uh, Cause I just don't see it. Are we uh, ready to rate Yeah, this? we're there. I, I, I don't want to pile on anymore. So let's, let's, uh, let's put this horse down. Steve, uh, first or last, you chose it. I'm, I'm going to go last on this one. All right, Aaron, start it off. Okay, um, I put this along the same lines of movies that, I mean, I get it. People think it's good. Um, we watched movies like Vampires, where it's like, I don't understand See, this it, movie. It, that's the thing about movies is, because uh, I liked that movie. I got, I done the style. I, I, I like Carpenter's style. You didn't. I, it just kind of well, happens. And, or, or movies like, uh, Mortal Kombat we watched recently yeah. where it's like fine enough but god it's so lifeless and I don't see the point and and then you add on to the fact that I didn't like the story the movie itself but the fact that it's Tarantino and his style and his writing and his characters and none of it is original yes it's a crazy original vision but it's all the same Tarantino stuff and and it's not not my thing. I, I'm going God, I, I thought about going lower than three, but I'll stick with the three. Whoa, that's an F. It just I, I told you I <laughs> I hate this movie. No, that's I'm not that's just I didn't I and I should also say action movies aren't really my thing, especially action for the sake of action. And if it is, I want realistic action, not yeah, so this. That leads to me because action is my thing. And I don't think it's done well here. And that's the entire point of this movie is an action movie and an homage to the martial arts movies of the past. And, and yes, if you're a fan of those movies, you can say, oh, I saw that in this movie. Cool. But does that make it good in this movie or does that make it fit contextually into this movie i don't i personally don't think so well I, on that I, on that point though tarantino's references aren't like hey remember this super popular it's like hey remember this movie that 10 people saw in 1942 <laughs> right, right it's like right. okay quentin you're you're these references are for yourself not I, for the everyday movie world. and that's the thing is like, <laughs> like we talked about the drawn on dress that might be a reference to something i i, I have no idea clueless so it, it's lost in me to me it just looks stupid i don't know but um anyway so, so so i said tarantino is one of my least favorite directors he is my least favorite writer i cannot stand his dialogue i never have been able to hated it in this movie uh i hated the characters mostly because and again all my opinion it is hard to write distinct characters when every one of them thinks and talks like like Tarantino does in his own head. It, it's they're all one character playing different characters. It, it and that's my opinion. It is what it is. I didn't find a lot to like about this movie. It looked good. Some of the visuals are good. The cinematography is good. It's his typical cinematographer who does good work. Um, there were some scenes that were were done very well. Specifically, the end scene. I think the actors did what they could for the most part with what they were given as far as the dialogue. Uh, but mostly I hated it. Not enough to give it an F because I, I, 
I reserve Fs for like bad, bad movies, but I'm going to give it as close as it can get to without. It's a four. It's a D minus, and that's 0.01 away from being an F. <laughs> so to me, I, it's a four. I'm, I'm giving it a D minus. So for me, there's a lot to dislike about this movie from the cam work to the writing to some of the acting to the scenes, the, the, the gushing of blood on just yeah. small little body parts. Um, I, I was thinking about giving it a four because you said you, you save, uh, but I'll say this, you were saying that you save F's for really bad movies for me, this is a really bad movie, so I'm changing my <laughs> my my score to a three and a half. Okay. Um, I I didn't like this movie. I, I understand how people can like him. He's got that style that certain people can find, but for me, Tarantino just doesn't do it. Um, yeah. So three and a half. Three and a half. Yeah, one hundred percent. Um, that brings our average. If I did my quick maths right, to a three point five, yeah. uh, which is an F and I'm not hating. I mean, sorry about it. If, if you want to challenge us and if you want to hate on us, I get it. There's a lot of Quentin Tarantino lovers out there. Um, this is just three dudes opinions. Take it for what, for what you will. Um, Aaron, do you have a list up for, for uh, this? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> yeah. going to be tough. I, we're going to be in the low ends. Well, maybe not. So uh, first up, it's got the same exact score of vampires. And oh, vampires! I probably watch vampires. All I haven't day. seen vampires, I, but I would watch vampires. I gave that I'd a watch, decent score, I'm sure. Probably only to hear. I just close my eyes and listen to Carpenter's soundtrack, God, basically. Um, this or Runaway, which I didn't review. I think oh, that's a Tom Selleck movie and with, uh, Tom Gene, Selleck. Oh, Gene, uh, Simmons. <laughs> I picked that, that all day. <laughs> that was bad too. But yeah, but that was bad in like a good way. <laughs> yes, it was. Oh boy, uh, this or Bad Boys? I go Bad, bad Boys. boys. What the bad Boys He's sitting a... at three six three. What? I mean, you gave it a four. Did I? I must have been in yeah. a bad mood that day. I <laughs> well, <it's> a terrible <laughs> bad movie. Boys. I mean, it, it, it is a bad movie. <laughs> or maybe that was one of those it's movies fun. where I had to be like uh, real with what it is, and it's a bad movie. I just love it too much. Uh, okay, moving on. This or Friday the thirteenth. Uh that I go that. Yep. That I gave that a lower score. Uh, <laughs> well, but I'll still watch it. Uh this or Jeepers Creepers. I'm oh, definitely that. going that. That all Jeepers day. Creepers. Easily. Yeah, Matt gave that a one. That's why it's so low. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> okay, lastly, this or zombie land. And I probably go this. No, Zombieland. I'm going Zombieland. It's yeah. at least that is Woody Harrelson. Fun. He has yeah, a blast that's true. in that movie. Boy, <sighs> yeah, that's uh, that's a rough this or that. I don't know. I'll, I, almost all of them, I'd take over this though. Um, so, man, that was an unfortunate episode. Yeah, <laughs> Aaron, yeah. Uh, you have next week's pick. I do. Is it Kill Bill Volume I- Two? It is. <laughs> nice. do, you have a, do you have an idea on what you're gonna uh, pick? Or? Yeah, I think so. Um, it might be tough given what has happened recently in our country, but I'm picking my number one movie from last year because it's available to watch with Hulu, and Mass. it's called Mass. Dang. Um, it's watch that again. It's a tough watch, but I think it's worth seeing, and it's a really well written movie, and it is about as far on the movie making spectrum as you can get from a Quentin Tarantino movie. So a good change of pace for us. And uh, I, I think it hopefully will be a good discussion. Yeah, I think so. That's going to be a good one. I, I, I would uh, actually, Mike, I, I, he hasn't been on in a while. I would be curious as what he thought of that. Cause that's a, a pretty low budget kind of indie type movie. That's just well-written and acted beyond belief. I mean, just incredible. Yep. So Yep. Yeah, that'll be that'll be a good one. Uh, if you guys want to watch that yourselves, let us send us your score on on mass, and we'll include them in our recording. So, uh, if nobody else has anything to add, I guess somebody in the show. Tell your friends. 
Let's go. But inconspicuously. Through the window. Lady, I'm afraid I'm going to have to ask you to leave the store. Okay, that's it. Where you go? I'm going home. Game over, man. Game over. What are we going to do now? What are we going to do? Good night and good luck. Thank you for listening to another episode of Movie Review Crew. Remember to like us and find us on any of your favorite social media platforms, as well as go to our website, moviereviewcrew.com. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.